Welcome to Shrink for the Shy Guy. This is the show for you if you are sick and tired of being held back by fear, self-doubt, social anxiety, shyness, anything that's stopping you from you being you. I'm going to share the most powerful tools and resources that I've been discovering over the last 15 years on my journey to eradicate social anxiety and instill confidence, first in myself and then in every single person that I meet on my journey. You're going to learn these tools and how to apply them in your life now so that you can become the most free, powerful, bold, authentic version of you. Hey, welcome to today's episode of the show. Today, you are in for a treat. You're going to be learning some some really powerful key insights from just one of the most brilliant minds who's been studying this subject for 30 years, maybe more. You'll find out in the interview when I, when I speak with her. Her name is Dr. Hope Hills, and in this interview, we get into some really fascinating stuff around how you relate to others, and it's going to tap into some stuff you might have never really thought about, but just a little uh, teaser about what we're going to get into, it's going to be kind of breaking up into two parts in this episode and the next one, and in this one, we talk a lot about this idea of being submissive versus dominant, submissive versus dominant, and it might be something you've never even thought about those words. Maybe you hear the word dominant and you're like, ugh, sounds like a jerk. And you hear submissive and you're like, ugh, I don't like the sound of that. I'm not that, you know, but uh, we might not use those words in our day-to-day language. And yet, any human you interact with, you are subtly adopting postures of submissiveness or dominance. You kind of find your way in the pack, in the hierarchy, so to speak, and it's subtle. You know, you're not like pounding on your chest or knocking someone over or something like a wolf or a chimpanzee, but it's subtle. It's the amount of eye contact you use. It's the quality of your voice tone. It's what you say or what you hold back. It's how you relate to them. Are you pleasing or ingratiating or uh, looking to agree with them? Do you challenge them? Are you confronting them? You know, are, are you leading them with a kind of a friendly, warm, dominant energy? These are all things that you're going to uncover in this, in this interview. It's really fascinating stuff. And what I want you to do is just listen with an open mind. Be as non-judgmental as possible with yourself. If you notice you do one of these things that, that maybe isn't very effective or very useful in social or business interactions, beating yourself up for it does not solve the problem. It drives it down deeper. It makes it worse. So we want to do anything you notice. If you see yourself doing something that we talk about, say, oh, I do that. Cool. Now I'm going to learn something. Now I'm going to learn a way to to be different. So very exciting stuff. Without further ado, let's dive into my interview with Dr. Hope Hills. Expert interview. My guest expert today is Dr. Hope Hills. And I met Dr. Hills, we were in a mastermind together, and I immediately, I mean, she was a, she's a licensed psychologist and has just a long history of helping people. And she's also mastered this one particular, I want to call it a tool, but she's probably going to see it as much more and we're going to get her insights on it. This way of seeing how humans interact, that I instantly saw the application for confidence, social interactions. She's been using it to help C-suite executives and high potential leaders and their teams become more measurably successful since 1991. So Mm -hmm. over 20 years now, longer, much longer, almost 30 years. And she's also founded the Circle Consulting Group. 
1998, uh, where she's coached at least 24 CEOs and owners in Fortune 50 to 100 companies, nonprofits, businesses, all around this inner circle, uh, this, and how to use this in to manage their teams, to manage their lives. And uh, she's got a long history of with, uh, doctoral training and counseling and psychology, just extremely insightful and skilled. And I am so glad to have you on our show today, Dr. Hills. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's I, I enjoy you and I enjoy talking with you. So this will be fun to share this with the folks that listen to you. Awesome. I know it'll be interesting for them. Good. So let's uh, let's dive into it. You know, uh, Dr. Hills and I were, were talking about this before the call. You know, the, there's a visual representation of this circle that if you go to Shrink for the Shy Guy, Shrink for the Shy Guy, it's the host for this or the site for this uh, podcast, and just look at this episode. Below it, there will be a, um, a downloadable image and a link to her site where you can get this uh, interpersonal circle. However, some of you might be driving, you might not do that right away. So we're going to talk about this and describe it in a way that you can just dive right in and not have to have it in front of you. But for those of you who want to have it in front of you, go ahead and do that. But let's start with, you know, people might be wondering, what is this circle? What does this mean? What, what, what is this? So let's start kind of top level. How do you use this tool to help people? Well, I first learned about the circle in 1980 when I, right when I started my doctoral pr- training at VCU and um, uh, it it just astounded me so much it really helped me understand the dynamics of of human relationships which had kind of confused me up till then so it was it was really valuable and uh, so I did my dissertation on it and continued to use it um, with with people and organizations it was originally, uh, developed and it's had over well over 50 years of solid research um, to see that the dynamics and everything that I will share with you today are are really solid. You can really trust them, um, and so it's been great to use it with executives and others to um, help them to switch the way they handle things and get out of being kind of rigid and become more. Uh, flexible. Sure. In fact, I call my new circle the interpersonal flexibility circle. Interesting. Great. So, so what is you know what is the circle? What is it made of? It's there are two um, dynamics. The if you if you think of a circle in your mind, or mm-hmm. or you could draw it. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a, a vertical line that these two dynamics cut the circle into uh, four quadrants. So the vertical line, the top is dominant and the bottom is submissive. And then the horizontal line, um, the left hand is hostile or closed or uh, cold. So you can think of a person that's acting that way. Mm -hmm. And on the right hand end is friendly, warm and open. Okay, this is great. So I'm just going to break this down to make sure everyone's got this, because I think when we have this, these these core dimensions in your mind, then all the conversation we have is going to make more sense. So just imagine yes. a circle, and you draw a line kind of cutting the circle in half from top to bottom, and then another horizontal line cutting it in half from the, the, the upper and lower half. 
And at the very top of the circle, imagine dominant. At the very bottom of the circle, imagine submissive. And then on the left of the circle is hostile, cold or closed. And on the right is friendly, warm, and open. So I, I'd imagine that uh, these are kind of like, um, that's sort of like a spectrum, right? Like you, someone could be really dominant or a little bit dominant, a little bit submissive exactly. or really submissive. Absolutely. In fact, um, if you're really up on top or really on the bottom or way to the side, um, those those places to come from are, are kind of rigid and they're usually fairly uh, defensive. So the circle also has another aspect and that is intensity. So if you had uh, four different circles coming from the inside to the outside, the outside two levels are intense, are in, uh, defensive, um, if you're thinking of self-confidence, the person uh, who's acting out of those two circles would probably be feeling defensive and not too confident, even if that person's acting dominant. Whereas the person in the center of the circle can relax and be a lot more at ease with the other person. And I find that people who are operating out of that center part of the circle have much more satisfying and happy, fun relationships. Oh, that's really interesting because, you know, so what I hear you saying is that if we get too far on any of those spectrums, we tend to be more rigid or defensive in that way. So I, that exactly. makes sense if, you know, I'm like too hostile. I get that, you know, I'm like yelling at people or angry or putting off a negative vibe. Uh, what's the danger? What? How is it defensive or rigid to be too far on the friendly or warm or open side? Doesn't it seem like you'd want to be as friendly and warm and open as possible? We're going to pause for just one moment and then continue on with my interview with confidence expert, Dr. Hope Hills. Have you ever heard the phrase, feel the fear and do it anyway? Have you ever tried it in your life? While it is a key part of building confidence, it leaves out the most important secret of creating powerful confidence in every area of your life. Do you want to know that secret? It's self-compassion. The skill of being on your own side no matter what. It's so important. Confidence Unleashed has an entire module on it. Go to confidenceunleashednow.com to find out more. Yes, but I bet you know people who are so sickly sweet and nicey nice and they <laughs> never disagree with you. And they kind of, it, yeah. it makes, oh, just, I'd rather, I'd rather have mm. somebody who was a bit hostile than to have somebody that's that nice. It really locks the other person up in a, um, you know, a ball of uh, cotton candy. Mm, okay, right, right. So, yeah, that's being too, too friendly uh, is yeah. not authentic as well, in a way. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's what we're aiming for is authenticity. Mm. And um, but all of us have history with with people in our lives, especially early in our lives, where we come to expect certain behavior from like people in authority. So um, when we when we expect that behavior of them, we act in a way that pulls that behavior. And so that's another really important part of the circle. 
And this is the key, is that automatically all of us uh, react to any situation. And this is true of dogs as well. We can see it. You know, when a dog comes in who's really very uh, powerful and dominant, what happens to the other dog? Their tail goes between their legs and they're submissive. Uh. My little dog is always submissive. So then the other dog is dominant. Well, that's the same thing with humans, that dominance always pulls submission. And just as powerfully, submission always pulls dominance. So um, when we know that, we can really start uh, recognizing that that dominance is, I mean, um, yeah, dominance isn't being po- powerful. Being powerful isn't being dominant. Being self-confident isn't being dominant. Being, being powerful or self-confident is getting the outcome you want. And oftentimes that means maybe being submissive to help the other person be a little bit dominant. Or the best way to, to get the outcomes you want is to be in the center of the circle and be able to move around really, mm. really easily. That's a really valuable insight, what you just said, shared there, uh, Hope, which was that you know, self-confidence or being powerful is not to just be this dominant figure. It's being effective in getting the outcomes that you want. Right. And that's, that's a really important thing because I think sometimes, you know, a lot of people, and I know I was this way too, you know, history of low self-esteem, a lot of social anxiety tend to be a lot more submissive. And then you look at the people that seem confident and powerful and they seem more dominant. So you're like, oh, that's the way to be is, is more dominant. And yet that's, that's really not the outcome. The outcome is this, is this confidence, this ability to flow. And you also said something really important. And I want to come back to is, you know, that submissiveness always pulls dominance. Yes. So let's, 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 you know, go right to the, one of the core of the challenges that, you know, a lot of people listening struggle with, I struggled with, which is we move around life kind of in a submissive way. We're submissive with our boss. We're submissive with coworkers. We're submissive with people we're attracted to. We're kind of pleasing and submissive. I guess we'd be kind of on the friendly side and the submissive, whatever quadrant that is, but it's the Unless we're feeling really insecure and then we're actually on the hostile side because Ah. when we're feeling insecure, we're kind of pushing the other one away. We're, Ah. we're hiding. We're, you know, the, on the hostile side, it's hostile, cold, or closed. So. Ooh, and uh, submissive. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and the other most important thing to know is that hostility pulls hostility and friendliness pulls friendliness. So if you've drawn that circle in your mind or on Mm. a piece of paper, if you draw a line from the top, left to the bottom left that's what always happens automatically and the a lot if if the first person is dominant hostile that's the top quadrant Mm -hmm. then the other person is going to automatically feel at least submissive hostile and if you're aware of that you can take a breath and decide not to be there and if somebody is dominant friendly, that's on the top quadrant on the right side, that's going to pull the other person to be submissive friendly or cooperative or maybe docile. And so if you, if, if you want that side to be in play, then you can move over to that 
that um, side of the circle. Yeah. Well, hey, let's just go right there because dominant friendly then, not not the extreme because right, I see mm-hmm. this as rigid, right. you know, but kind of a healthy level of dominant friendly. What yeah, would just that, inviting like, closeness. Yeah. What so. would that look like? How might someone show up that way at, at work or with their team or with their coworkers or with, the, you know, friends, anything? Yeah. So if you're being um, the, the two there, this is also cu- cut up into octants as well. But if you're being kind of leading but not bossy, if you're being leading uh, or nurturing and caring, that dominant friendly kind of um, uh, sense would be, hey, I, I have an idea. Let's do this. That's a dominant friendly kind of leading but not um, too leading. So, mm. or, um, oh, I really, I really like what you're wearing today, um, Aziz. It's, it just, it's just great. I, I bet that uh, you had fun picking that out. You know, so being the person that compliments is a dominant friendly kind of thing. Mm. Unless you get too dominant friendly. And then dominant, submissive friendly, which would pull the other pe- person to being dominant friendly, would be, Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate um, you telling me that. Or um, can I help? Or asking for help. Asking for help is one of the most powerful things we can do in human relationships. And oftentimes we get scared to do that because when somebody asks for help, they're being cooperative or submissive friendly. And that pulls the other person to be dominant and friendly, which feels really good to them. Mm. So it and it helps a relationship. Yeah, say more about that because I'm wondering, you know, it makes sense where where we would want to be more uh, dominant, friendly, kind of more of that leading place that you were talking about. When would we want to be more submissive, friendly, and bring out the dominance in someone else? When, when, when would that be helpful, do you think? We're going to pause one more time and then come back to hear more of the interview with Dr. Hope Hills. Do you want better self-esteem? Do you want to feel good about who you are on a daily basis? You may not know this, but loving yourself is actually a skill. It's been researched in psychology for decades, and there are dozens of tools you can use to start loving yourself more right now. Dr. Aziz is so passionate about this that he wants to give you three of these tools for free in his new ebook and audio training program called Three Ways to Truly Love Yourself in Two Weeks. To claim your free copy, simply go to www.yourconfidencecode.com. Well, say, um, are, are most of your listeners men? Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Well, okay, and, so you're yeah. on a date. You're on a date with a woman, and for some reason, she's kind of uh, not really forthcoming or um, kind of anxious, and you'd really like her to kind of drop that and feel more comfortable. Well, the, the place to go is submissive friendly. And one of the, the magic, here's this magic, magic, no matter where you are, asking questions, being really interested in that person and asking questions um, can be really magical because it begins to pull them up to being dominant and friendly. So um, how long have you been working at, at your job or how do you like it? Or I mean, almost any question that's that's uh, really really authentically curious about the person is going to 
just um, really be magical. It really is. Mm. Almost any time you get in trouble in a relationship, if you if you switch to asking questions and really being interested in the other person, amazing things will happen. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I can see that. And I can see where we, we get, you know, we get stuck in some sort of uh, defensive dominance. Like, no, I got to mm. get my point across or uh, point out where you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That just doesn't, it doesn't really work in the long run. But if you point out where you're wrong, like from the center of the circle, and you can do sure. that by asking questions. So if I, if I was, if my husband and I, so if I was really wanting to let him know he's wrong, I could say, well, well, tell me how, how you came to that decision to do that. I'm really curious because I'm, I'm confused by what you did. Mm. Hear how that is different than out on the outside of the circle on dominant hostile would be, you stupid idiot. Why did you do that? That's mm -hmm. just, that, you know, so that would cause him to become distrustful and, and, um, want to fight back. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, this, that, that kind of reminded me of something that, I, that I'd be curious to get your thoughts on. That brings us to the end of the interview for today. There is more, and we get in more in, in the next uh, week of this show, the next episode. We're going to go more into really interesting stuff about how we influence each other and how you can pull. You heard her talking about one pulls the other. You know, submission pulls dominance. Dominance pulls submission. Friendliness pulls friendliness and hostility pulls hostility. So we get, I go way deeper in that in the interview with her and find out what does that actually mean to pull it. And we do this really interesting role play where she actually demonstrates how she pulls like friendliness, basically how she shows up as a subordinate in a position dealing with an upset boss and how she kind of uses this interpersonal circle to end up being sort of the dominant one in the situation. It's really fascinating. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. Next week's episode is going to be all about how to influence people using this, this knowledge. For now, though, we can't go anywhere without putting this into action. Time for action. 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 Your action step for today is to... Pay attention this week just to those that circle in those two dimensions. Notice in any given situation, at work, socially, wherever you go, am I being more in the dominant side right now or more submissive? Just start to notice that. Just pay attention to that. Again, don't judge whatever you discover. And then also, am I in the more warm and friendly side or am I in the more hostile side? Hostile or cold or distant. And also notice like how extreme. Am I really friendly, like overly friendly? Or am I really distant, like won't even interact with the people? Am I really dominant or am I really submissive? Who am I more submissive with? Who am I more dominant with? Who am I more friendly with? Who am I more withdrawn or cold with? Just make this week all about your action is to take this knowledge and raise your awareness of yourself with it. Because that's the whole point. Not just to have some intellectual labels that you can put on stuff that sound neat, but how to use this information to transform your awareness and transform your life. So that's your action step for today, and I can't wait to see you in next week's episode. Until then, may you have the courage to be who you are and to know on a deep level that you're awesome. Thanks for listening to Shrink for the Shy Guy with Dr. Aziz. 
If you know anyone who can benefit from what you've just heard, please let them know and send them a link to shrinkfortheshyguy.com. For free blogs, ebooks, and training videos related to overcoming shyness and increasing confidence, go to socialconfidencecenter.com.